If you want to drastically improve your business, learn proven growth strategies, and generate sustained results for your organization, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Innovation Junkies Podcast. Is your growth plan missing the mark? Take advantage of our strategic growth diagnostic from Innovation Junkie. GrowthDX helps you benchmark your company and leadership team with a set of best practices across six critical pillars of every successful growth plan. Visit innovationjunkie.com slash growthdx to learn more. Now, on to the episode. Hey guys, Jeff Standards here and welcome to another bonus episode of the Innovation Junkies podcast. How you doing, Jeff? I'm great. I'm glad to be back. It's good talking to yeah. you today. Yeah, me too, man. Uh, what's going on in your world? What are we talking about today? You know, we, I, I was just contemplating the fact that uh, great leaders are also great coaches. I mean, that would mm. be the, the hypothesis for today. What do you think about that? So whenever I lead a workshop on leadership, I often ask people to name the, uh, the Academy Award winner for Best Male Actor in a Motion Picture for last year. And uh, pretty much across the board, no one can answer it. Maybe one person occasionally. Then I ask them on Best, best Female Actress. And, and again, uh, almost no one can answer that. Then I ask everyone to raise their hands if they can think of a person who was a teacher or a coach that changed their life. And universally across the room, everyone raises their hands. And so I think you're exactly right. I think uh, being a coach or a teacher, and, and a coach is a form of teacher, obviously, uh, is probably the single greatest form of leadership and, uh, and vice versa. The, the single greatest form of leadership is when you're coaching uh, individuals or groups to reach higher pinnacles, perhaps than what they've ever reached before. How about you? Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. And I, and I think of, I think of people that are also thought leaders that, that have done a good job in coaching their own organizations like Ray Dalio, who's mm -hmm. built a very strong culture there. And it's very clear that, that he's created a coaching environment. It, there's also uh, fantastic open communication in that environment. But as I reflect on the, the leaders that I've had that I thought were really good and, and that had an impact on me, they were the ones that would invest in you that if you did something that wasn't in line with what they thought, it wasn't sort of this autocratic response. They typically worked pretty hard to coach you up to the next level. They spent a lot of time in, in educating and in trying to educate, mentor and coach their, their people to get to that next level. And I think that if you, as a leader, if you want to build uh, a good team and, and followers, a lot of it is coaching versus dictating. Yep. Yeah. You know, I think it is. It, it's it, And it's not just coaching an individual or coaching a group. It's individualized coaching. So, you know, uh, I'm, I'm drawn to a phrase out of uh, Ken Blanchard and Spencer Jones's book uh, uh, back in, gosh, the, the 90s called uh, The One Minute Manager. Uh, Spencer Johnson, sorry. Um, and uh, uh, that phrase was, uh, there's nothing so unequal as the equal treatment of unequals. And, you know, and, and what that phrase really means is that, yeah, there's different strokes for different folks, but there's also different strokes for the same folks, depending upon whatever the task is that you've given them and their, their confidence and their competence in performing that task. So I might be 
I might be delegating to an employee or to, to someone who, who works with me or for me in, in one set of responsibilities, but I might be directing them and coaching them in another set of responsibilities because the, the task, there's, there's risks surrounding the tasks, or maybe there's a lack of, of, of competence or confidence on the part of the person performing the task. And, and so coaches, good coaches and good leaders know how to individualize their coaching uh, based upon the needs of the individual and the circumstances in which that individual is performing. How do, how do you think leaders can become better at that coaching uh, capability, that coach, set of coaching tasks? How, how can they uh, accumulate those skills in their career? You know, I, I think one way is by um, – by looking to emulate those folks that have been great coaches to them. Uh, you know, I think of a person in my career who, who, who put me in situations where I was probably not the most comfortable uh, and, and, and expected me to perform in that regard, but then also was there to, to help me through that particular situation, whether it was sending me to Europe and saying, Hey, we want you to go uh, uh, act, uh, integrate, you know, 27 different acquisitions in seven countries. And we want you to be the person kind of leading that initiative. Well, I'd never done that before. Um, but she was there, uh, a phone call away, uh, because I was halfway across the world or around the world. She was a phone call away and, and was able to provide me with the coaching that I needed. And so I've sought to think about who are the most influential coaches in my life and what were the things that they did that had an impact on me? And then how can I build those practices in my own way into my own leadership uh, of others? How about you? You know, it's yeah, I mean, it's, it's really important. I was just reflecting on that. It is you think about sometimes as you're as you're trying to develop people, you can you can run a, a, a great individual contributor by elevating them to a leadership or a managerial position without yeah. Uh, helping them develop the skills. And I think coaching is one of them that are, get, will give them the, them the opportunity to succeed. And it's tough to make that. And you see it all the time in sports. Some of the great players and some average players can make that transition to being a coach and a leader. And some can't just because it's, it's something that I think you have to invest time in and, and you have to really work on it because it's different than being the star a, a good coach and a good leader in many instances is, is behind the scenes in some ways so that, yeah. So that their people can be elevated and, and the ones that are in the spotlight. Yeah. I, I also believe that if, if you, if you had to pick one skill as a coach that would set you apart from 95% of other coaches, it would be the skill of giving constructive feedback. Uh, really sitting down with a person and being able to have a conversation with them to constructively acknowledge the things that they're doing well, but more importantly, to give them constructive yet critical feedback about the things they're not doing well and help them come to an understanding of how they can do it better. Uh, I often say feedback is the breakfast of champions, right? And if you can figure out how to give individualized constructive feedback and do it in a way that is clear that is unambiguous, that they know precisely when they walk out of there what the issues and opportunities are for them to perform better, then you will be head and shoulders above 95% of the other leaders and coaches out there in the world. That's sage advice, no doubt about it.
All right. This has been another episode of the Innovation Junkies podcast. Great leaders also make great coaches. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. See you next time. Feedback from listeners like you helps us create outstanding content. So if you like this episode, be sure to rate us or leave a review. Also, don't forget to subscribe to get the latest growth and innovation strategies. Thanks for tuning in to the Innovation Junkies podcast.